Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. The allegations reported in the story are false. Well, I guess you better hope so. Uh, all the makings uh, of a burgeoning scandal here for the prime minister. And we'll play for you a little bit more of what he said this morning, because it was very deliberate and very crafted in, in terms of the language, the specific language he used. And in a sense, then, it's not exactly a, a total denial of what's in the Globe and Mail. But yes, a bombshell today in the Globe and Mail, as you've been hearing today. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's office attempted to press Jody Wilson-Raybould when she was Justice Minister to intervene in the corruption and fraud prosecution of Montreal engineering and construction giant SNC-Lavalin Group. Now, of course, Jody Wilson-Raybould was recently demoted from the position of Justice Minister. And if there's a connection there, well, then that's even worse if she was demoted for not playing ball. Now, the company has been under investigation regarding its business dealings in Libya, allegations that they paid out millions of dollars in bribes to officials in Libya. Now, as the story says, after the charges, SNC-Lavalin lobbied officials in Ottawa, including senior members in the office of Mr. Trudeau, to secure a deal known as a deferred prosecution agreement or a remediation agreement that would set aside the prosecution. Now, you look at the situation we're dealing with right now with China, uh, the arrest of the chief financial officer of Meng Wanzhou, uh, chief financial officer of Huawei, Meng Wanzhou. The pressure we're getting from China to, to drop this case or to not extradite her to the United States. What, what has been our solid line of argument throughout all of this? That, that we are a country that operates under the rule of law and we don't have political interference in these matters. What kind of message does this send? If there was political interference going on in a possible prosecution, so it's very troubling. So what are we to make of all of this? A lot of reaction to this story today, as you can imagine. Joining us for the latest is Global News political reporter Amanda Connolly. Amanda, thanks for making some time for us here today. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Well, this has certainly resonated uh, in the nation's capital today and, and beyond. The prime minister not in Ottawa today, but uh, he was asked about it today. What did he say? You're right. Yeah, he, he was asked about this today during a, uh, a visit in uh, the Toronto area. And as you heard earlier in the, the clip that you played there, he, he did give a, a rather carefully worded answer saying that there, there had been no direction from his office uh, to do with any, any matter of this in terms of any particular outcome. Uh, that, of course, prompted more questions from, from reporters. We continue to prompt uh, more questions from the opposition today in the question period, which is happening just now. Uh, about what that actually means, about why why his response was worded that way, uh, and, and whether there whether there may have been any kind of broader pressure or influence that could have been applied, which is really what the uh, the article by the Global Mail raised the prospect of earlier today. Now it's interesting because uh, Jody Wilson Raybould herself, I suppose, could could help put this to rest if she were to come out and say, "No, absolutely not. There was nothing of, of the sort that went on." But she is. I guess for now, just not commenting. Is that right? That is right. Yeah, she she really is the person here who what one would imagine would know whether this tr- this story is true or false. Uh, but but the way that she was quoted in the Global Mail report uh, really said that she was saying no comment. That she was trusting that her role uh, as former as Attorney General at the time was to provide legal advice to the government, and and that is true. 
of course, she's no longer in that role, but the, uh, she really did not issue any, any formal denial of what was being raised or, or what was being questioned by the Globe and Mail. Uh, and so we, we really are, are left kind of scratching our heads. And, and of course, the opposition members and conservative leader Andrew Scheer have been pointing to that and saying, why not just come out and say and, and clear the air and give a, a clearer response to this? Uh, and, and of course, that, that's not always seemed to be the case so far. No, the prime minister was was very specific in using the words uh, direct, that no one was directed to do this. There was no direction uh, that, that anybody do this. But the story itself doesn't refer to any kind of specific direction. It refers to, to pressure, that there was some, some pressure, maybe some expectation that the justice minister approached it uh, a certain way. I mean, is, is there a significant difference here between a specific direction and pressure? You know, I think that really is going to be the, the big question moving forward here. That's certainly the question that we are all asking on Parliament Hill and in Ottawa today. And it's one that we're hearing throughout question period from parliamentarians as well. A lot of times when you do hear politicians who, who are asked uh, questions about particular things like this, the, the, answers, the answers can often be very, uh, very particular in their wording. So that itself is not necessarily unusual. But, but what that actually means is what we're going to be needing to find out a little bit more information about. Uh, and that's something that we are expecting to see a lot more pressure of from particularly the opposition parties in government uh, to the government right now, the, the Conservatives and the NDP, as they really push for more answers on, on why the wording, why the response was worded that way, what that actually means, and whether or not there is any kind of uh, further issues that could be arising from this. And so exactly, yeah, exactly what that wording means and exactly what could lie beneath the surface of it or around the corners is really going to be a big question going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, but certainly we do know, and, and you tweeted this out today, uh, the, the company itself, the president and CEO of SNC Lavalin, they, they were very much active when it came to, to lobbying the PMO. They were very much hoping for a, a certain approach to, to dealing with this. So what we know so far is that according to the, the lobby commissioner's website, there are numerous accounts, multiple accounts over uh, the past year and, and a little bit more of SNC-Lavalin officials registering communications uh, done for the purposes of lobbying with the federal government. And a number of those are with senior advisors in the prime minister's office. And so that, of course, raises questions about what exactly were those about. And we can see from these reports that they were a number of them were a number of them, but not all were on the topic of justice and law enforcement. What that actually means, though, we don't know. Unfortunately, the the way that the lobbying commissioner's website breaks down, we don't get those details. And so it certainly raises a lot of questions about what was involved in that. We have reached out to SNC Lavalin asking for more information there, and unfortunately, have not yet received it. So as soon as we do, and as soon as we do have more information there, we will be updating the website and. Um, your listeners can hear it on Global News. Uh, so the last we heard, um, and according to the timeline that the Globe and Mail published here today, that uh, in October of 2018, SNC-Lavalin announced the director of the Public Prosecution Service advised the company it would not be invited to negotiate a remediation agreement. Uh, in that same month, SNC-Lavalin files with the federal court an application for judicial review of that decision. And I guess, is, is that where things stand, uh, that we're waiting for uh, any word on whether this is going to be reviewed? That really does seem to be the case right now. So as, as far as we know, that, that decision not to open up a remediation agreement is, seen, is, is what is alleged in this report to be the crux of the matter here, that that is what the, the report that came out is saying SNC-Lavalin wanted and was asking uh, or, and was lobbying to try and get from the government. And so as we see that, that play out, uh, hopefully we'll be getting some more information about 
uh, what could actually be, be happening here and, and going on behind the scenes. But as far as we know, there this really does seem to be um, all of the information that is out there. there. There are a lot more questions than answers at this point, for sure. Uh, indeed. Much more uh, on these developments today. Globalnews.ca. Amanda, appreciate the update here. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.